0: can we change the media? We can change the media. Fearless Puppy. I'm trying to promote the sales of two books because all author profits sponsor wisdom professionals, beginning with Tibetan nuns and monks. It's a lot of work for no pay but I believe very strongly in the quality of the books, and of course in the cause, as you can tell by the way I spell wisdom professionals with caps. The promotional process includes, among many other things, interviews. There are several places on the internet to find lists of radio and TV interviewers. These interviewers want to discuss certain topics and are looking for folks who have information that fits into those categories. There are also lists of print reporters looking for information on the topics they have been assigned by their editors, or topics they have chosen to freelance. I'm grateful to all the folks who organize this and make it easier for media people to find the information they want. Their lists can also make it easier for people who have a story to find a venue that allows them to tell that story. But I have to admit to needing a stiff drink or two after every trip through one of these lists. I look at them the same way I look at a dog that licks my face directly after eating dried turds out of the cat box. Sometimes one shower isn't enough to wash it off. Most of the topics listed are mind-numbing drivel. What our media feeds its public makes the whole world appear to be open mic night gone wild at the corner of tequila and meth. Now, of course, I'm not talking about the regular news. Not much of what is on these lists pertain to that. The talking heads that color our perceptions of and reactions to staged wars, real fires, Emmy Award eligible politics, predictable corruption, illusory economics, selectively reported slash racially profiled criminal activity, and other macabre distractions have their scripts composed by greater powers. No, I'm talking about the groundwork that mediates our psychological landscape, the mind-melting goo that softens our brains up enough so that we can eventually fall prey to the bigger stuff. The reporters on these lists seem, for the most part, to be collecting the type of information that we find in popular magazines, tabloids, the sillier talk shows, reality shows, and the like. Calling all women who struggle with excessive sweating. CBS television distribution. Pet parents quotes for ladies home journal, ladies home journal. Most unusual concierge requests, national publication. These are not the most bizarrely inane listings. They are very ordinary. So many things in the world need attention. Bullshit is not one of them, and yet it seems that this sort of nonsense gets much of our daily attention while productive matters that could actually make life better starve in obscurity. Where are the reporters who ask for information from experts on cooperation versus competition? Emotional intelligence. How to live better with others. How to live better with ourselves. How to upgrade health and happiness in the modern workplace and in the home? Where are all the eager investigative beavers that gather valuable information about the advantages of using basic golden rule morality as business ethics? Why love and compassion are so important in every imaginable venue? They are not to be found on the most popular media lists. This bothers me. So I'm staring to write to a few of these young reporters every day. I pick the ones looking for the most ridiculously functionless content and send them each the letter below. This may irritate a few people and get me blocked from a listing service or two that's okay. The law of karma, works in mysterious ways. Maybe out of all the letters I send, one or two will land on the right reporters who take it to heart. Maybe those reporters will go on to higher ground and then cover, and uncover, material of conscience. They may do this in an entertaining and conscious manner that will be a wonderful catalyst for the growth of world wisdom. Stranger things have happened. No one knows where the next Deepak Chopra or George Carlin will come from. What everyone does know is that if we keep eating turds out of the cat box, we're going to get even sicker, and anyone who reads a newspaper, watches TV or hears the radio knows that we're sick enough already. Want to join the effort? Send the letter below or anything like it to an appropriate reporter, DJ, interviewer, editor, station manager, or wherever you think it fits. We know politicians don't listen to the public voice, but maybe people who aren't getting such a high price for sacrificing their integrity will. I hope we can reach some. Meanwhile, please buy a book. There are nothing but five reviews at Amazon for both Reincarnation Through Common Sense and Fearless Puppy on American Road. All author profits from book sales sponsor. Well, you know what they do. If not, please see Fearless Puppy. Open letter to media friends. Hello name. Please don't misunderstand. This isn't preaching or attempted teaching or anything like it. I'm not writing to tell you what you should or shouldn't do or be being no smarter or cleaner than the next guy, I wouldn't presume the moral authority to tell anyone anything. This is just a request from a friend. You are obviously a talented person or you couldn't function at this level. With that talent comes a privileged and rewarding responsibility. This responsibility is entwined with your ability, like a car is with the road. One serves no purpose without the other. If you take the high ground and use your talent to focus on constructive issues, yes, it will help little do-gooder causes like mine and it will help the world at large, but that's just a pleasant byproduct. The authentic responsibility is to yourself. I doubt that I'm telling you anything you don't already know. Even when you feel great, you can recognize a discomfort within. You know there's a piece missing and that something is not quite right. Be grateful for that temporary and very fixable discomfort. It means that you are still in touch with yourself, that your heart is working well. Could the problem simply be that you know you are better than this material you are working on, and that you are frustrated by dealing with nonsense? In a world that's falling apart on so many fronts, is spending your precious time and intellect doing an inane feature like this your best move? The only things that matter anymore are the things that help. Does this feature help? Does it substantially lighten the suffering of anyone? Will it help anyone understand how to become happier, or how to help someone else do it? Does it make you happier? I'm not talking about conservative-slash-liberal, left-slash-right, pro-slash-anti, or any other form of directional, opinionated leaning. We're just talking about choice of focus. By spending yourself on wisdom, justice, and love, you become those things. If you spend your time in the cultural dumpster, you'll start to absorb that odor instead. I look forward to the day when we all scrape the less productive layers of cultural nonsense off of our deeper and more meaningful concerns. When we do that, things will start to improve drastically, and when you do that, you will do great things for us all as well as for yourself. Be well. Your pal, Tenzin, Doug Tenrose, fearless puppy.